Welcome back to another episode of Sturgeon Outdoors. I'm your host, Nolan, and here for the first time in what feels like forever is my co-host, Taylor. Hey, we're Taylor, back. How you been? How you been? I've been all right. You know, some stuff going on, but we're here. We're back, ready to roll. How's your brother? We got a ton of support from everyone on Facebook, uh, Instagram, where I sent out that post about your brother. How's he doing? Any he's, better? He's, um, he's all right. Um, still up getting some good, getting some good care. Um, up at Oshai. Um, he's in good spirits for the most part. So doing the best he can with, doing the best he can with the cards he's dealt. So we're um keeping posted. Hopefully, it probably won't be tonight which is today's wednesday but i'm hoping by tomorrow tomorrow we can come home so that'd be a week in there but he had um guess he's been having a lot of chicken nuggets and sherbet so oh man they they the kid's dream right there <laughs> that good old, that good old hospital food but you know <laughs> i've been up there before um because my other brother went up there a lot um because he has you know diabetes so we went up there a lot and he had they had some good food up there for him too. So he's definitely taken care of well. So we're going to keep, hopefully he gets out soon. That's all long road to recovery um, between the Lyme disease and other stuff they found, which is good. They found, you know, everything happens for a reason. So learn that we're taking it day by day. And hopefully he will be, like I said, home tomorrow or Friday. So. Yeah, obviously, we're going to keep everyone kind of posted on that, make sure everything goes well, make sure he actually gets home. Uh, once again, thank you guys for all the support. It really just kind of blew up and turned into a nice, big, huge community outreach thing. And so he has, he has seen all of it. So he's he's on Facebook, too, and he's just seen all of it. So he's, he's kind of, I think it kind of made his day and whatever. So we do appreciate it. Well, great. That's awesome. Um. Now, I guess for the actual episode. Um, so for those of you who follow us on Instagram, I might post it on Facebook, but definitely Instagram. So took the kids out about a month ago, went camping and had an absolute blast. So today we're going to definitely talk about camping. And pretty much the way I want to do it is we're just going to start from picking out campsite to what to bring what to expect and then go from there so first things first i mean you show up in the woods you look for a campsite what do you want to look for uh first thing you want to look for is a clearing or some area where there's not just stockpiles of trees all right on top of each other you want to have a little bit of room yeah i think usually you're going to have a tent or someplace to sleep in you're going to probably want a fire of some sort. So you want to have enough room to accommodate all of that. Second thing, you're going to look for flat land. This is key. If any of you guys have tried camping on a hillside or anything like that, you'll know. You start out at the night and you'll be nice, fine, laying in your bed. You wake up and you're pinned up against the wall with all your stuff because you're sleeping on an edge. All right. It's not one of those things you want to do. You want to just look for a flat spot, preferably higher ground. So that way you're not going to get, in case it rains, you're not going to get flooded out. And you got to kind of play it smart. Never in my life, I think I would camp on a hill. Never. No, no. 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 That, like, to me, that doesn't make sense. Because 
you i'm sure anywhere you look you can find some flat part nice clearing or whatever whether it's a campsite like like property like you know that you went to or other things but like that would be the last place i would go because yeah i i don't know i don't want to be pinned up anywhere i don't want to be laying weird i don't want to yeah yeah hopefully you don't roll as a sleeper when you're on the hill he rolls a sleeper and you're going all the way down you're hitting trees and everything and if you're deep sleep you're going to wake up very confused <laughs> but yeah i mean those are two huge things uh another big thing is to look and see what's around you okay you don't want to be posted up in the middle of like poison ivy or anything like that so it's good to know what actually flora and fauna are around and then also use that to make smart decisions. So for people that don't know, what does poison ivy look like? Uh, leaves of three, let them be. They're three leaves, kind of three leaves really close together. They'll be out of the same stem. And you can Google it to know exactly what it is, but they kind of have a dark green color to them they're actually relatively short but it's something that you definitely want to keep an eye out for only reason i said to um um only reason i asked is because um i've only ran into poison ivy actually now with work working outside i've seen poison ivy poison oak i actually found out what it all looked like because like with poison ivy and poison oak and all that that you don't run into but they tell you like growing up like how like important it is to know what it is like so like you almost have an irrational fear like like people with quicksand or like Bermuda yeah. Triangle all that like you think it's always around and you don't and then you forget so yeah. it's definitely one of those things especially when I was out there with my kids you don't want to be you, you don't want to get poison ivy especially with the kids they run around they like to have fun pick up sticks, all that kind of stuff. So you want to know what's around. Luckily, the area where we were at, I kind of made sure there's no poison ivy around or that they weren't going to come in contact with it. Now, some people are like, oh, yeah, I'm immune to poison ivy. And it's like, that's great. I am too. But poison oak gets me hard. You know, it just, it'll smack. And it just, I get bumps all over my hands itching like crazy and it takes weeks for it to come off it's just that's the one that that's the one that gets me but at the same point some people get that with poison ivy and they don't get with poison oak so it's really just great to be aware of out all of it and stay away from it as much as possible because if you do end up getting it getting the oils on your hand clean them off as quickly as possible there's a lot of wipes or stuff like that. They're specifically designed for the oil of poison ivy or poison oak. And the sooner, the better, you know, that's all. It's one of those big things, especially being outdoors. You got to be aware. So next you picked out a spot. Now what? Obviously, first thing, first thing you want to do is set up a shelter. In my event, I was using a tent. And with tents, you want to look at what season it is. You want to make sure it has a rain fly because even if it doesn't specifically rain, you still get that dew. 
and the rainfly helps protect against that. And what's a and rainfly? Rainfly is a cover that goes over top of your tent. Oh, like so like where the vents are at the top, it just goes over yeah. that. Yeah. Right, yeah, I got you. Yep. I want to say 99% of tents come with it. That's what I was thinking. I'm like, I've never seen one without it. And like me, the whole camping thing is like I've I've really never been camping, but like mm-hmm. I don't want to wake up and like have everything wet. Yep. Like it's one of those things. I think that 99% of them, every once in a while, I've come across one without it, but they're very, very few and far between. So just one of those things, look at it, make sure. Uh, so my tent is a three season tent, which is spring, summer, fall. And it's not designed for winter. It's not a good winter tent at all. But it's one of those things that you just got to look at it. You got to look and see what's it rated for, what's the temperatures, that kind of thing. So before you even put your tent down, though, I always put a tarp down. And what that acts is a moisture barrier. So that way, for say there's moisture in the ground, dew, that kind of things, that kind of stuff, it acts as a barrier between your tent and the ground itself. So put a nice tarp down. It works great. I do it every single time. And it just kind of adds that little bit of insulation between the two. And yeah, I'd highly recommend that. Next, you got your tent all put up. Okay, you got your rain fly on. You're probably ready to start a fire. I mean, that's what I would do. I mean, I would start when I first went out there, no matter when it was, I'd probably start a fire first. You think you'd start rolling. a fire first? I think I would try to. See, I always like to have the tent set up and then then fire, just so that way I could put all my stuff in the tent. It's all good to go, you know, and then focus on the fire. So with the fire, you want to kind of look around. Usually you'll use whatever's around. And the key is trying to find dry wood to start a fire. Now, there are some that actually work out pretty well. Uh, Pine, dead pine is always an easy fire starter. Birch trees? Yes, birch trees. Their bark. You were so unsure about that. (laughs) Well, because... I said birch, and then all of a sudden I was thinking, is it beech or is it birch? And I was like, no, no, it's birch. It's birch trees. (laughs) Birch trees, their bark actually peels off and is a great fire starter. So highly recommend something like that, something nice, something dry, small. Get your fire started. Obviously, there's a million ways to start a fire. And I don't think that we're going to go into all those right now. But... Whatever your uh, whatever your fire starter of choice is, feel free to use that. Okay. So after you got that little bit of spark, then you start putting on bigger pieces, bigger pieces, get those coals starting to build up. And then, Taylor, what's next? You got your fire, you got your tent, 
You got the coals. What are you doing next? I'm cracking open a cold beer. You know what? I'll accept that. I mean, well, I'll accept it. Wasn't what I was going for, but I'll accept that. <laughs> okay, maybe I'll, I'll crack that. open two. I don't know. Depends on it depends on who I'm camping with. I'll accept that. What I was going for was to cook some food. No, no, you you gotta get, <laughs> you, have, you gotta have a beer for like it's kind of like grilling. If you know you're going out to grill, you have at least one, and then you go grill when the grill's going. So, listen, you can say what you want. That's what I'm doing. I'm cracking open a beer. Okay. Yeah. I'll kind of walk around where we're at. I know we already walked around to see where the tent was, where the fire was, but I'm going to walk around, see our surroundings a little bit, drink the beer, think about life, go back, cook, cook some food. Cook some food. Now we're cooking. We did a little, we did a little hot dog action. We did a little s'more action, both typical campy meals. Um, highly recommend for anyone who per se hasn't tried it. Something about a hot dog cooked over the fire is just ah, so good. So, like going off of cooking, my uh, my mom has a campsite, mm-hmm. it's down at one of the camping areas down the road from here. And um, they have these what they call them mountain pies. Basically, you think they'll make you make just the sandwiches and the thing it goes together, hold it over the fire. Listen, I would be bringing those with no matter what. You can make anything in those. Oh, my God. Made those... brownies in those. We made sandwiches with those. We everything. Oh, absolutely. I've used them to make um, like pizza sandwiches. Yup. Yup. You can make, uh, God, I've made all sorts of stuff. Any kind of sand- ham and cheese, even just a ham and cheese sandwich made in those. Ah. Yeah, I so mean, good. it gets crispy and you remember the ham and cheese sandwiches or subs that you used to get in like at um in middle school like how crispy they were mm-hmm. and like everything just melted i miss those and like cooking in those would make me re- like remind me of that yeah like those are great oh man what a cool cooking stuff like that dutch oven back when i was actually in boy scouts we used to use a dutch oven a lot to cook mm-hmm. and uh, some good old Dutch oven chili was awesome. We yep. used to do that quite a bit because it was just nice, easy. You dump all your beans, you let it just sit there and you let it cook. And it's not like you can cook it too long either. Just let it go. Like no, you, just, you just let it go. You let the coals do all the work. Mm-hmm. It's one of those things that you set up, you know, right around, you know, after lunch, but couple hours before dinner and you just kind of let it go do its thing you can go go explore go walk around do whatever you want but mm-hmm. dutch ovens for dutch ovens are where it's at too yeah. i love those for camping or even a um you want to get real fancy do a cast iron pan over the yep. oven over the fire oof oh, we, yeah. we, we could do a whole thing just on camping food <laughs> like we're, we're, <laughs> Just a grill can... grate. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, honestly, like there's so many options as far as food. And it's just all about planning beforehand, figuring out what you want, your time, because obviously in, it's not the same as cooking on a stove. Like I was talking with the whole chili, you got to start before, well, after lunch, but a couple hours before dinner, because it just takes 
it does take a little bit longer to cook, but you just got to plan ahead. I mean, if you plan ahead and you're smart about it, it's no big deal. And it can make some awesome food. It's something about cooking over an open fire. It just tastes that much better. It does. Especially when you're putting your, your sweat and everything into it to actually make this great meal. Highly recommend. Yeah. So you've eaten. Now what? Give me a second. Crack and open another beer. Yeah, crack open yep. another beer. Good job. <laughs> That's what I was going for. See, we're there again. That's what I was going for. But yeah, you can take this time, depending on what time it is. We got in Friday night, so we just kind of, you know, tucked in and kind of just enjoyed the fire for a little bit, sent the kids to bed. But for, say, like Saturday morning when we were going out, we kind of took the morning went around, explored a little bit, which is always fun. I actually got the kids to hold a red F. Do you have any clue what a red F is? I don't know. It is a tiny orange salamander. Oh, okay. Yeah. I would not be picking that up, but yeah, yeah. I'm, yeah, I'm sure got both kids it. to hold one. And it was great because you're kind of walking around and you could kind of point out some nature and it was cool for the kids to see. They got to actually like pick up, hold, and they had a great time. Mm-hmm. It's one of those things where, you know, sometimes just getting away from the world. Now, one thing before I forget about the night, there was so many stars. Oh yeah. Before I mean, we get when too you're out far there, no. Yeah, you're out there and there's oh, no okay. no like city pollution, like light pollution. I mean, I'm sure it's great. Oh, like there was more star. I've seen more stars out there that night than I probably have anywhere else in my entire life. Yeah. It's just it's one of those things where we are far enough away from any city or town that it really just didn't even matter because there were so many stars. It was perfect, clear night. Mm-hmm. I just, I can't recommend it enough. It's just one of those experiences that you just gotta, you just gotta know, you know, you mm-hmm. just gotta go and experience. Right. That's the one thing is there's so much light pollution in like cities, even small towns. Oh yeah. You get so much. And it's just, it'd be awesome if the whole world just went black for five minutes at night. Just less see the world, you know, That'd less see the stars. That'd be chaos. It'd be chaos. It'd be absolute chaos. But at the same point, it'd be super cool. Yeah. I would love to see all the stars, galaxies, everything. I would love to mm-hmm. see it. I want to see what that that new telescope they have out there is seeing. Like, I want to see that kind of stuff. Like, Go see a galaxy millions of light years away. Just in, It's going to look like a little star or whatever, but like, it could be anything at that point. Like, hmm could be a star that nobody's ever seen before right you know yeah that'd be one of those cool things love to see that we're lucky enough to have an observatory relatively close to us but i've always I've wanted to go and... to that i've never been there i've always wanted no? to we pass by it every week and i've never been there really yeah I've, i'd recommend you know, it and like you and like i was expecting like this big thing and um, 
I was expecting like a big thing for like mm-hmm. the whole big building, whole big everything. And I it's thought not. it was bigger. It's like, it lo- almost, almost reminds me of like a shed, if that makes sense. Like not a, shed, a little bit bigger like, than a shed. It looks, but it looks like, I don't know how to describe it. Like you see the ones, like the big massive ones that like, I don't know if you've ever seen the pictures. Cause like, I love space. All right. I love space. I love all of that. And the big massive one, there's a massive one compared to that in like Hawaii and one of the mountains there. So I was expecting that. And I drove by it, drove by it for the first time over there. I'm like, oh, we passed it. Didn't even know. Didn't even, but it is on the hill of the highest point in the county for us. So got to give it that. So it doesn't have to be too spectacular. And like for around here, I mean, that's good. So yeah, I do, do want to go see it one of these days. Yeah, I cannot stress enough when going camping away from all the lights, you don't get to see it if you go like to like a state park or something like that, because you're just so close to there's lights everywhere. But if you go out on your own, go somewhere a little bit away, somewhere where you can kind of escape all those lights and just look up. It's surreal. It's a surreal experience. So now going back to nature, the kids got to see so much nature. They kind of went around, like I said, they were holding the red Fs. They were looking at leaves. They were looking at trees, you know, doing what kids do, picking up sticks, fighting with each other. You know, they were out there having a blast. At that point, just let them at each other. Just just let let it happen. Let them have fun. <laughs> let it happen. My wife wasn't there, so I mean, I I couldn't be like your mother says not to do this. Go ahead. If you heard yourself, put a couple bruises, some cuts. Hey, they they started it, so they were walking around the woods. I don't know what happened. <laughs> cuts are <Weird>. normal. <laughs> <laughs> That's a big thing too. The attire when you're going camping. You have to account for, especially in this area, bugs. You got to account for pricker bushes. You got to account for what's under your feet. I always like to have a little sturdier of a shoe, long pants, long socks. Just, I'll usually have a hoodie with me, but every once in a while, you know, I'll wear a t-shirt 90% of the time, but have a hoodie on for those evenings that's one of those things you gotta be smart especially when we were hiking around i was glad i had pants on i was glad i had long socks on glad i had the sturdy Mm -hmm. shoes because you don't always go through like a nice paved road no in fact you never go through a nice paved road it's always there's some sort of terrain difference even on the flattest terrain there could be little divots there could be you know ridges that go like in the path itself roots roots are huge roots and you suck. gotta account for all of that and you just have to be aware and plan ahead be smart i wouldn't recommend doing it in like flip-flops ever because you're gonna have a bad time yeah oh yeah i mean at that point like you don't know what's out there like even like i don't know just being outdoors doing stuff like with work they tell us hey you're wearing long pants today okay and what do you know? I was in a, I was brush hogging all day. 
yep. <laughs> and weeds that were, you know, five feet tall. Like, mm-hmm. so I'm like, Oh, thank I'm actually think, you know, I was I'm like, thank you for telling me that because I would not have enjoyed that wearing t-shirt and shorts. Like, yeah, no, who knows what, who knows what would have happened after that too. So. Yeah, exactly. Happy that, you know, you at least got heads up. Now I actually have my own set of hiking pants, which are kind of, they're nice. They're the zip off ones where they could turn to shorts or pants. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. You remember those from back in the yep. day? Back when I actually told Selena, I wanted some of those. We saw them when we were in Cleveland this last weekend, someone walked into the brewery wearing them. I'm like, Hey, I'm like, I need those for work. She's like, okay. Like I was joking, dead serious. So what else cool do you get to do camping? Taylor, have you ever been camping? Um, I went, gotta think. I don't remember what grade I was in. I think it was elementary school time. I went camping at um, Allegheny, but we were in a cabin. Never went camping in a tent. Every time, we actually had a couple times planned this summer, but life got in the way of everybody. But there's still time before the end of the year, though. September does stay a little hot, so we'll see what happens. Um, but I've never been camping. Um, always, I can't say I've always wanted to. I do want to. But you're going to see me in a tent with an air mattress because, you know. I had an I, air mattress when I went out. I'm, I'm going to tell you, I'm, I'm not. I'm, I always say I'm old. 28 is not old, but like my body, I used all my good, I used all my good, like good everything when I was younger. So I do, I do want to go and hopefully we can make it work soon here before the end of the year, because that's when everything gets crazy when everything winter time and whatever. So, um, yeah, I've never been, but. Okay. So what would you want to get out of camping? I guess if you went where things where you're like, I really want to do this. I really want to experience this. What would that list look look like for you? I know I'm kind of putting you on the spot. It's all right. I don't, I don't think it's really a list. It's more or less whatever happens, happens. If that makes sense. Kind of like when we went hunting, whatever happens, happens. Go in there with the, the low, set the bar real low. Mm -hmm. And because you could go out. I mean, clearly, I mean, look at the weather, look at everything, but it could go on. It could rain the whole time. Yep. Could just have, so you're just sitting there in a tent. Mm-hmm. Could like, could be hotter than hot out. So it's almost uncomfortably hot and it's not fun. So you're sitting in a tent or under some shade or doing whatever. Like, I don't know. I, w- I would set the bar very low and just go from there because I don't want to say, all right, I want to go out. I want to see three raccoons, four deer, six bear, and a orangutan, and drink 36 beers. I'm not, like, that's not, I mean, that's not realistic to do any of that. So, I just think. I could see you drink 36 beers. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. (laughs) That's the only (laughs) realistic one I I could guarantee (laughs) that. You give me the weekend, I got you. Like, but no, I could. Um, yeah, I don't. I don't know. I wouldn't. I wouldn't put a number on anything. Just let it happen. Okay, I can respect that. So, like, as you were talking a little bit ago, I was thinking, 
if you were to make a list of five things that people should remember while camping, what would it be? Okay. Number one, safety. Guess what? It's the outdoors. You could die. If you get into the wrong situation where you don't put food up and you put food in a tent, guess what? You're getting mauled by a bear. That stuff's, that stuff's not a joke. Safety, you got to be aware of, you know, what cause and effect, what you should be looking for, what you should know before going in. Safety is number one. Like I said, you got to know the flora. You got to know the fauna. Anyone who puts any food in their tent at any point in time, you're asking for a bear to come. Okay, it's not a matter of if, it's a matter of when. And a bear is not going to, bear's not fucking around. No. Sorry for the language. We got to put the expletive on it. I will. A bear is not fucking around. Second, I would say come prepared. Look at the weather beforehand. If you, if it's going to rain, bring your raincoat. If it's going to, you know, be hot, bring appropriate clothing for that. Heat stroke is no joke. You know, you got to think thunderstorms, rain, all of that can have a huge impact on your whole camping experience. And it's just a huge element that you have to be aware of. Third, I would say... Jeez, after the first two, I mean, I, how much more serious can you get here? Uh, can it just be is five it, things? It doesn't have to be anything like, it doesn't have to be everything serious. It doesn't have to be anything. Yeah. It just needs to be five things. All right. Three, three, I would say, you know, have the right gear. If you don't have the right gear, you're not going to have a good time. That includes making sure, once again, that you have the right tent. You have the right shoes. You have the right, you know, whatever you're going to cook with. You got to make sure to have all that stuff. Number four is, I don't know, I'm not a fan of going out camping alone. So bring people with you. Share their experience. You know, my brother actually came up and visited me at 1130 at night. Friday night when we went out camping, he ended up staying the night out there. But he came at 1130 after he got off work. That was kind of cool. Got to hang out, sit, talk with him for a little while. You know, share the experience, shared it with the kids. The kids had a great time. And most importantly, I would say number five, have fun. It's having fun. That's, that's why you're out there. You're out there to enjoy it. You're out there to experience nature. You're out there to see things that you don't see in the city or in your daily life. It's a completely different experience. And I would highly recommend that. Have fun. That's the most important. Have fun. Most important is have fun. Second is safety. Those are top. Those one of five. Those are the ones you should always remember. Those are definitely, definitely important. It's um, yep. I mean that would everything 
that we've said in it, everything that we said is what you just said. Yep. That this whole episode narrows it down to five right there. Mm -hmm. Like that's yeah. Yeah. It's one of those things, you know, camping is what you make out of it and you're going to have a bad time if you don't plan correctly. It's not one of those things. If you want to go out there and go camping, just on a spur of the moment thing, I would still recommend looking up certain things, knowing a little bit about where you're going. I mean, you always want to know exactly where you're going to be because I mean, luckily where you went camping, you've been out there for years. You've been, you know, at most, I would say most everything, because there's always little hiccups here and there. Everything's not going to stay the same. It's nature, but you know, where, where to go, where not to go, where, so, but like, I think like checking, like we're going to be is more important. Like, like if you go, like, say you go Allegheny, you go tent camping, you go to the gorge, you go tent camping, just make sure you're aware of what's up. Yeah. I think that sums it up. Great. Yeah. And on that note, I think that sums up our whole episode. Great. I mean, yeah, I think, I think we really narrowed it down real quick there. I mean, I mean, I, like I said, I think we're going to, might have to do a camping food episode because a camping food, a camping food episode. Yeah. I think that's going to be a thing. All right, let's do it. We will, we'll get that one day, but anyway, on that note, Noah, it's been fun. Until next time. Until next time. Peace.